Hi, this is Bernie Dake. Welcome to the Salvation Army's Words of Life. I'm Megan Hoffer, and I want to invite you to check out another show brought to you by the Salvation Army. Heartbeat is a one-minute show about real life. Heartbeat touches on topics ranging from finances and prayer to dating and mental health. If money is important to God, then it should be important to us. In the Bible, Recently, I had begun feeling like my life was on autopilot. The alarm goes off, get ready for work, battle the morning commute, rush to get home. If you are looking for a short message of hope, to challenge you and brighten up your day, subscribe to Heartbeat wherever you get your podcasts or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. Welcome back to Words of Life. I'm Cheryl Gillum, and I'm in the studio today with... Carol Seiler. And I'm Bernie Dake. Welcome, y'all. This is our final episode of our series on missions, and we wanted to wrap this series with an obvious question that everyone in mission work needs to address at some point. What are the risks? As missionaries, we know that the communities we enter are often far different from our own. And in many cases, some of these communities may even be dangerous. When we think about these risks, we usually think about our own personal safety. But our guests today remind us that there are risks to not going. And for this conversation, Carol was joined by Colonels Kelly and Donna Eigelhart, who are currently serving as chief secretaries in the USA Western Territory. And uh, for this episode, they're going to be discussing their time in South Africa. So let's, to start off, we just want to welcome you, Colonels Kelly and Donna Eigelhart. We thank you so much for being here with us today. Just tell us a little bit about yourselves and what brings you to where you are right now. Well, uh, Kelly and Donna Igohart, we're delighted to be on the show today. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, we were commissioned 29 years ago. We've been officers uh, for s- several years now, 10 years at uh, core appointments in the Southern Territory, followed by a succession of headquarters appointments um, most recently, we just returned from the Southern Africa Territory, uh, where Don and I served there for five years. Uh, and my role as Chief Secretary and Donna's role as Territory Secretary for Women's Ministries. And then in July of 2020, we arrived in the Western Territory, where we've taken up similar roles here. And uh, we just love being near home. <laughs> A lot closer than you were when you were in South Africa. A lot closer, Yes. Well, one of the questions that I'd like to ask you is, um, what emotions did you have when you first learned that you would be serving in the Salvation Army so far away from home? Well, the first, um, I guess that initial um, emotion is surprise and uh, excitement, and um, many things start to um, to go through your mind. Uh, for us, it was... Um, I think the Lord had been preparing our hearts, even though we had never, uh, as you say, raised our hands to say, yes, we we want to do this. Uh, But I believe the Lord had, through the years of serving as territorial youth leaders, setting up mission trips, um, visiting different um, mission teams uh, throughout the world, the Lord was planting those seeds then. And so initially, there was a lot of excitement 
And then you begin to really process what this means uh, for leaving family. And But we are just so thrilled at how the Lord just worked out all of those mixed emotions, really. And uh, we're just, um, we look back on that day, that initial day when we were um, really asked, is there any reason why you couldn't serve overseas? And immediately we looked at each other and said, there is no reason that we could not. So you served in many other places, and each time you left one community and entered a new community, and um, you had to leave behind what you had started somewhere and then enter a new place. And, and with each place, there's a, a, some things that you had to learn. But specifically, with your service overseas, what are some ways that you found uh, you could enter that new appointment, that new location, that new community um, with grace and peace? Hmm. It's a very good question. And, and, you know, in many ways, anytime a Salvation Army officer moves from one appointment to another, uh, you change culture. Uh, Maybe from one state to another or even from uh, one type of appointment to another. And so changing cultures as an officer is a skill that you'll need over and over again. But of course, changing to a different country uh, does require a little bit a different uh, tact, a different approach to that. And for us, I think really it was about practicing Ephesians chapter 4, being humble and uh, the best way really we found was just to go in and to listen and join a team that's already there and to allow the Lord, the Holy Spirit to speak through those voices and for us to respond uh, humbly and uh, to determine that we're there to learn as well. Our responsibility was not to take Jesus there because he was already there. I think as well, uh, we did what we could on our part uh, early onboarding, even before arriving in South Africa, because we did have a few months waiting on our visas, uh, to, to read what we could, to watch movies about the apartheid, about Nelson Mandela, to read uh, stories about um, missionaries who had served in Africa, and to try the best way that we could. We knew that it wouldn't be uh, like it, you know, actually being there, but we did our homework. We tried to educate ourselves as much as we could, and really a lot of time spent on our knees, a lot of time you know, asking the Lord to prepare and soften our hearts and to give us um, already a deep love for um, people and a country that would soon become family. And I would say to you that we really mourned to leaving before arriving because we knew how, we just knew that the Lord had a beautiful journey waiting for us. When you accepted your um, call to serve as missionaries, um, there might have been some fears and some uncertainties. What kind of risks do you think um, people have to consider if if they feel that they're called to the mission field? And uh, how would they prepare themselves for that? Yeah, well, it's a great question, and and the word risk really is a is a wide defi- there's a wide definition I suppose of that. Uh, the risk of not going would be uh, would be a terrible thing to have to realize. The privilege that Don and I had to go and serve was was beautiful. 
but when we think of risk, maybe we think of personal safety as one example. And to be truthful, much of Johannesburg and South Africa, uh, there are people who are economically living in depression, uh, whose opportunities aren't there, perhaps like they are here in the U.S., where the unemployment rate for young people will exceed uh, 70%. And so when you have those kind of conditions, people have to make difficult decisions to feed their family, to do things that perhaps others wouldn't have to consider. And so we lived and worked in those type of communities. And by the grace of God, uh, we were kept safe uh, for almost five years, the whole time that we were there. But I will say that many people that we uh, served alongside of uh, did end up uh, sometimes being attacked, uh, having things uh, taken from them, uh, cell phones and cars and, and things that could be replaced. Uh, at other times, there were people who were held at gunpoint and threatened. And so there are certain risks uh, that one must consider, but those risks uh, and the reward well, certainly the reward goes well beyond the risk. And so the risk for me would have been not going. Uh, and the reward, well, we saw it firsthand. And we trust that whatever we were able to accomplish there will add value to the kingdom of God. I'm not sure if you have to have anything to say. Yeah. Yes, Carol, I remember uh, being at a, a youth event right before we left, and that question was... Um, asked of me on a stage and four or 500 youth workers in front of me. And I, was, I just really leaned into the Lord. Uh, I knew at that point, whatever I, my answer would um, be somewhat significant um, to the listeners. And so the Lord just, I felt like He was just giving me these words that my calling, my covenant outweighs the fear of the unknown. And that is the truth. And that became more of a, a reality. It wasn't always easy. Mm. You know, it's a, a, a paradox. It's, um, there were the best of days and there were some very hard days. But looking back on it now, you know, you just wouldn't, I can't imagine our journey with in life and our marriage and our family without uh, the Southern Africa Territory, the people. It's always for us. It has to be about the people. And we, um, you know, we, that whole theme of no regrets, we wanted to embrace the culture. We wanted to embrace our surroundings. But more than anything, we wanted to embrace the people. We are changed. We are no longer the same Kelly and Donna who left in 2015. And so I believe there's any time that you say yes even though you don't know what it's going to look like at that moment, you just trust. You trust and you go one step, uh, one foot in front of the other, and you get there and you just take one day at a time. And um, he has proven faithful over yeah. and over each and every day. If you could speak to someone right now who is um, preparing to leave their, their culture where they feel safe, and go into a place that might be more dangerous or that they might anticipate being more dangerous, what would you say to them? What words would you speak into them and over them right now? Well, I would just first say the first two letters of the word gospel is go, and two-thirds of the word God is go. And so uh, we are going and sending people. Uh, certainly the Lord never called us to safety. 
uh, you think of the life of Christ and the life of those early disciples. Uh, they were called and they were faithful and they went in, into places that were not safe. But you know, I think for me, it's in those valleys of the shadow. It's in those places that I sense God even closer than the places of safety. Um, and the Lord will also protect you. Uh, His holy angels, I'm, I have no doubt, were, were busy with us the whole time that we were away. But um, I would just suggest and urge anyone who's uh, considering or feels that the Lord may be calling you into service outside of your culture or even outside of your country, that, that you go, that you never second guess. And I believe that you'll always uh, sense in your heart that it was the right decision. I'd like to thank you, Colonels Kelly and Donna Eigelhart, for joining us today. We appreciate your perspective and um, the rich experience that you have shared with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support, and we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia 30359. Tell us how we can help. Share prayer requests or share your testimony. We would love to use your story on the air. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store, and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for The Salvation Army's Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake, inviting you to join us next time for The Salvation Army's Words of Life. <laughs>